I'm Fred McMurray, and it's time for the second, and I mean only second episode of 2024, and we're only three episodes away from the big sixth anniversary episode of... Hey, and welcome to another episode of Pillars of Franchising. Happy Friday Eve. Hi, Karen. How are you today? Hello. I'm cold, but but okay. I can hear yeah. Yeah, how about it? Yeah. I think the whole nation is getting this crazy weather, and uh, Chicago is no exception, as we'll be in the negative, around negative 20 wind chill next week. So uh, we don't know where the heck Ray is yet, but I'm sure he'll pop up somewhere. And he happens to be, I think, somewhere where it's a lot warmer than here. Oh, hey, there's Ray. <laughs> yes, a lot warmer. <laughs> Ray, you just keep popping up. Yes, just here and there, everywhere. I'm in, um, near Fort Myer right now in Florida. Oh, yeah. That's why you have that, that nice tan skin and yes. the dew <laughs> on your forehead. It's hot. It's hot. It's 68 degrees here. Oh. <laughs> okay, Ray, on with you. I'll let you enjoy the snow. Back, back, to, back to pasty Karen. <laughs> Yeah, I thought he was going to say, I'll let you enjoy the show. And instead he said, I'll let you enjoy the snow. I'm like, that was very clever. Yeah, exactly. Science a genius. So let's talk a little bit about what is happening on the street. We have some fun stuff happening at Pillars. We do. Kind of fun, isn't it? We're starting our year off with uh, with the great webinar. And now highly, going to be highly attended. So, So Kristen, tell us a little bit about it. On January 26th, uh, starting at noon Central Standard Time, my friend John Cohen and I are going to be having a webinar on the four things a new franchisee must do to be successful. So uh, before you even get to the point that we're talking about, obviously there's a whole lot that goes into that, right? We know everything from selecting the right brand, making sure you have enough money, um, all of those things. But we're going to take people who are just, in the process, kind of towards the end, ready to get started, and some of the things that you just can't forget to do when you're a new franchisee. Yeah, I think you know, no matter who it is, there's a blind spot somewhere. Don't you think yeah. so? Where, where, you know, for financial people, they're focused a lot on some of the financial pieces. They don't think about the people piece. Yeah, and you know, that's really important. That is one of the topics that we're, that we're going to talk about is um, making sure that you get the right people, and not only hiring the right people, but that you are the right person, that you are the right fit for that business. Totally. Yeah, you know, I think so many times what happens, you know, we see people coming from, you know, we call it corporate America. So a lot of people are like, hey, you know, I want I want to get out of this and I want to get into franchising. And mm-hmm. many times the leaders, mid-leaders, and I would even say some senior leaders, really haven't had to focus a lot in the leadership area, like right. leading small teams, leading a company. And it's one of the areas that does get left behind and, and, and really having people beforehand think about 
what kind of leader do I want to be, right? What right. kind of culture do I want to create? And again, they get in so much of the specifics of the franchise part, the franchising part. Mm-hmm. Um, they, um, th- th- that's where sometimes then, then all of a sudden they buy one and then it's like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah. This is a key piece. Exactly. Well, and I think you talked um, with us last week a little bit um, about most of the training classes that your team does at Dale Carnegie is middle and upper management, not executives who often will look to come in and buy maybe multiple units of a, of a system to help replace whatever financial income they had in their corporate life. Exactly. Exactly. And, and I think, again, when that happens, uh, that's not on the radar. And then, and then all of a sudden, candidly, if you don't have that experience and really haven't focused on what kind of culture do I want to create, what mm-hmm. kind of leader do I want to be, how do I want to show up, that's where then all of a sudden people people will leave you yeah. leave pretty quickly. And so it's making sure you've got their hearts and minds as you're building this because they're a key piece to that foundational element of building a, a great franchise. Yeah, well, and and talking about all this and making sure that you buy the right thing before uh, we worry about what you're going to do with it. Next week, I'll be at the Palm Beach Atlantic University at the Titus Center for Franchising, where we'll be attending the Stallion Franchises Boot Camp with Dr. John Hayes. And we have several um, franchisors, franchise suppliers, and uh, franchise professionals in attendance. Um, and that's a great opportunity for people to get together and start to build relationships in this giant franchise family that we have. So we'll look forward to bringing you some some updates and new stuff that's going on down there in Palm Beach. And I'll be glad to be out of this cold weather. No kidding. <laughs> so, Kristen, do you want to share, like, the, the link or where people that are listening, if they haven't signed up for the webinar, uh, where can they sign up? Yeah, sure. So if you go to um, pillarsoffranchising.com, we've got it right on the homepage there where you should be able to click the link. And uh, if any of you are on our mailing list, if you're not, you should sign up for that as well. Um, Michelle has sent something out, and right in the body of the email, you can click to register. So we're um, getting full, which is super exciting, but we've always got room for a few more. So if you're interested, please go ahead. And again, that is on Friday the 26th at noon. Is that a Friday? It Central is. Standard Time. Yeah. Oh, good. Fridays. I love Fridays. So 26th of January at noon Central Standard Time. We'll go for about an hour. So we hope to see you all there. And joining us today, Ms. Jessica Westcott from Stellar Service Brands. Hi, Jessica. Hi, thanks for having me. Welcome. Oh my goodness, thanks for joining us. I think you have a pretty busy schedule. A little bit, (laughs) a little bit, but that's what comes with the job, right? What makes it fun. Yeah, yeah. So you um, are the COO and CFO at Stellar Service Brands. Can you just kind of give us a, a, a synopsis of what Stellar Service Brands are, what franchise systems you all have in your platform? Yeah, absolutely. So Stellar's a, a holding company for the home service space. Um, we have we operate three franchisors based out of Dallas. So Restoration One is our largest, and we do restoration, water, fire, mold remediation services. We have Blue Frog uh, Plumbing and Drain, which is a plumbing uh, home service franchise, and then we also operate Soft Rock, which is rubber surfacing, and then Soft Rock offers also the driveway company branding and services under its franchise offering as well, which gives franchisees of that brand a great dual path um, for services in the servicing industry. That's awesome. So tell us, where did 
where did the platform begin with Stellar Service France? How did that whole thing happen? Yeah, so Restoration One was the first um, acquisition and was based out of Waco. Um, a couple of years ago, we were purchased by MPK Equity Partners. They're based out of Dallas. When they came in, they purchased Restoration One and Blue Frog together and really saw the opportunity for what the platform could be in the future um, and saw a path to growth, you know, by Pulling our resources at Stellar, we could bring in uh, smaller brands that were more in the emerging space and nurture them sure. into growth. And that's what um, kind of born the driveway company and the soft rock strategy. And then, of course, always, you know, looking for other opportunities as they present themselves. So, so awesome. Jessica, how did you, how, when, did you, when did you appear at Stellar? Yeah. <laughs> your story. Absolutely. So um, I have been in the franchising industry for about nine, maybe 10 years now. Uh, started on the restaurant side, uh, made it through COVID in the restaurant, um, had an opportunity to exit a brand and uh, kind of hung my cleats up per se and said, hey, you know, COVID was tough. I'm good. Let's, let's see what else is out there. Um, I met Sherry, a cold call and a recruiter. Sherry Rose is the CEO of Stellar. I honestly took the call because the recruiter called. I didn't even mean to answer it. Uh, it was at a Zoom meeting for the first interview. So I was like, ah, that won't be a waste of time. And after 30 minutes, realized this is where I had to be um, and was super fortunate to have an opportunity to come on board. So I've been here since June of uh, 2022. I'm coming up on my two-year mark this summer and have loved this space and learning so much about home service. There's a lot from a franchising perspective that is very similar. There are yeah. some things that are completely different. Um, so it's been a really fun experience and have loved being part of the Stellar team and getting involved with our franchisees and each of the networks and communities. And um, I probably shouldn't say this out loud, but I don't know that I'll ever go back to restaurant. I've um, <laughs> really enjoyed being in the home service space and all that comes with it and its unique challenges. I would think I would think that it's probably more recession proof than the rest of Oh, absolutely. And on the restoration side with restoration one, mm -hmm. you know, that's as far up in that quadrant as you can get from a, re a recession resistant perspective, yeah. not perfect yeah. by any means. Right. Um, but yes, with everything going on, you know, last year with inflation and what we're seeing and then specifically for restoration one around the increase in nat natural disasters. Um, you know, we feel fortunate to be in this space and in a position where our franchisees are, are responding to people in need and it aligns really well with our mission and values um, and our franchise partners who have this desire to help. We have a lot of people who are former first responders or military oh, that cool. being, we kind of call it second responder in the restoration space, someone with an emergency, it really feeds um you know, a really complete piece for us and being able to be there for someone in a time that is uh, overwhelming and yeah. something they certain, right. certainly didn't anticipate or wish upon themselves. That's crazy. I can't even imagine. I did, I, you know, I'm sitting here a little bit stunned because I hadn't thought about first responders mm -hmm. buying a company like this because they're mm -hmm. already used to it, right? They're already in the throes of chaos and, and turmoil and just lot of emotion. So that's really good. Now you guys also have some discounts for um, for veterans, right? Absolutely. We offer a veterans discount across all of our brands. Absolutely. And we do that, you know, first, we love the veteran community. 
Um, and second, we know that um, the veteran community, because of that aspect of our brand, um, it, it's been a really, really nice fit. Yeah. That it fits well with where we are and what the industry we're in, where we're positioned as a brand, and mm-hmm. also fits well uh, with something they're looking for as they exit the military and are looking to be a business owner or start something new. That's awesome. So a while back, I think it was maybe last summer, we had the driveway company and Soft Rock on um, mm-hmm. and interviewed them, which is a great interview. I was super excited. I thought, oh, my gosh, now all I have to do is live in a place where I want to spend more time outdoors. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> all day long. And Courtney is just the best, isn't she? Yeah, she really <laughs> Our is. Our brand great. president there, has, um, she's just wonderful. She's great to work with, and the franchise community really loves, you know, being part of her network. So what would you say, I mean, you, you kind of talked about in your interview, you hit it off right away, the, the um, kind of the values of the company. Now, what would you say is the culture throughout, is it the culture throughout the platform company and the franchisees? How do you all, because SoftRock and the driveway company are pretty new to the, to the platform, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I mean, Stellar's mission, we believe that um, small business is the heart of the American dream. And we really position our mission around providing opportunities for our franchisees, for themselves, for their communities, and for their families. And that resonates so well, you know, across our brands. And as we acquire, as we look at new things, as we think about new franchisees coming in and what will make a great fit for us, it's something that we really focus on because we feel like someone coming in that has that desire to be part of their community um, and to be a resource in their community in times of need from a restoration or plumbing perspective yeah. on the soft rock CDC side, a little bit more fun, especially with soft rock when you're getting to upgrade, you know, an outdoor space. Right. But yeah. that's that's what we're looking for. And, and we're excited uh, to have an opportunity to bring multiple brands together under that banner, you know, to really bear that flag and to have something that's a purpose that's, you know, that's greater than any one of us individually. Do you, do you talk with them about, like, you know, when you have initial prospects, you, do you speak about to them about, like, multi, multi-unit? And we do. What kind of that, the future of, of that with these multiple brands? Yeah, absolutely. Um, we do have owners that are part of multiple brands under the seller mm-hmm. portfolio. Obviously, we have a lot that aren't, you know, that choose one path and stick with that as well. I think that's also what's great about seller. There's a lot of flexibility. We talk about multi-unit in each of the individual brands and then how they could coexist. Obviously plumbing and restoration have a really natural pairing together in that regard. Um, And then on multiple territories, really just working with the franchise owner, their background, their experience, what type of population size and territory size sets them up for success, the best success to start. Obviously um, we're in business to help them be successful. So, um, it just really depends on their background, um, financials, um, what their leadership experience is, and the way that we structure and offer a multi-unit deal. That's awesome. I know we talked earlier, and Restoration One is kind of your neck of the woods that you focus most in. And not too long ago, um, Gary Finley was brought in and mm-hmm. noted as the fa- restoration one was noted as the fastest growing restoration franchise in North America. So how are you all handling this explosive growth from a support perspective, training, 
it, I mean, there's a lot to, to handle when that happens. Can you tell me a little bit about that and how you can yeah. so, franchisees? So well said. A lot to handle, which is why my schedule is so busy. Say <laughs> <laughs> that explains it. Yeah, yeah. Um, absolutely. It is a unique challenge that is a privilege to have for any corporate team. Um, we are we feel really fortunate too. I think one of my favorite parts of Restoration One specifically is we have a franchise community that loves to do peer-to-peer -peer interaction, coaching, training, sharing. And that really allows us to have this broader extension than what any corporate team could provide because we have a franchise community who really wants to help each other, right. help each other as they grow, you know, as a new franchisee, help each other when they may, may want to grow or add a new business avenue under the Restoration One brand in year three or four. That's been a really wonderful um, opportunity and something that I've really enjoyed uh, getting to be a part of over the last couple of years. And then to your point, a lot of systems and processes, you know, any franchisor goes through phases where you grow, uh, where you see explosive growth, where you, the, the industry is changing around you, the technology that's right. available is changing, your franchisees are growing. So yeah. it's not the same for them as it was three years ago when they came in. We are constantly trying to juggle appropriately. How do we bring training together, peer workshops together, outside resources in? Uh, we're a big believer in, in bringing consultants in the industry in as well to help educate our franchisees on best practices that you know are taking place in our industry, not just at Restoration One specifically. So this year, we're super excited. Uh, we laid a lot of technology foundation in 23 um, mm -hmm. with P&L reporting so that franchisees can get peer-to-peer, -peer, understand where they rank and where better opportunities for our field consultants to understand profitability and, and where someone is compared to the top 10%, the top 20%, or even just average if they've got challenges that we need to work through with them. We also onboarded reputation management with BirdEye last year. Mm -hmm. Everybody knows in this space, uh, our customers are communicating with us online where other people can see it. Not only are they asking for us to respond, but other customers, Google is, is the way that you're finding us when you have a loss right here. It's in yeah. your yep. hand on your couch, right? Or standing in front of your loss, giving us a great ability to increase SEO through increased interaction. And then also, uh, be able to increase those ratings so that as new customers have experiences in Google us, they're seeing, you know, other customers' great experiences. This year, um, we've got some really exciting technology on deck to for training. Um, I can't I can't say it yet. We'll have a press release <laughs> coming out in the next few months. Um, very excited to upgrade. We, we feel like we have a really strong foundation. We've got an opportunity to bring some technology in that will upgrade and really be a great resource for us that I think one of the big challenges with training you see in franchising, no matter what industry you're in, is the training needs of a year one franchisee is totally different oh, than it is. of a year five or six. Yeah. yeah this sure. technology allows us to be very dynamic with that, which is something we're incredibly excited about. Um, and then we also are just acknowledging, I'm, I feel like I'm being long-winded now. I could talk about this all day. I love. <laughs> That's your passion. Exactly. Strategy, strategic planning. And we, as a team, give ourselves permission twice a year 
to throw out the bathwater and say, what are we doing right? What are we doing wrong? Uh-huh. Forget why we did it. We can all agree we did it for all the right reasons. Let's look at it with totally fresh eyes as if we're yeah. brand new walking into this business today. And one of the things that in those exercises have been brought to life that we're really excited about is a, com- a strong commercial strategy. Um, we've got an internal resource moving over. Tom Gisler uh, will be spearheading this for us. He's got a huge passion for sales and a great resume in building commercial. And that's, again, a, a great our, our system is evolving, and now we've yeah. seen great growth, and now we've got franchisees who are ready to grow beyond that. So we're going to be really intently focusing on that opportunity that's presented itself in our network for franchisees who are ready for it. So it's going to be – we're excited. It's going to be a great year. We did our big kickoff call with franchisees yesterday, and the only feedback I got from the team was that I said I was so excited so much. <laughs> okay, that that should not, that shouldn't be a negative, right? Oh, that it wasn't negative. negative. It wasn't negative. Just everybody was like, "You're really and it's like, wow, it, it, it's so genuine." We yeah. we feel blessed to have seen the growth we've seen and are excited right. um, to have opportunities to continue to support our new guys and then to help the people who are here and established just take it to the next level. Yeah, because I was going to so. ask you about that, because many times, you know, when, when there's a lot of changes, you know, you're talking about changing, and, and franchisors love that, right? We do, you know, we do. We love that on the franchisor side. And sometimes the franchisees are like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute, you know, I'm not sure about this. It seems like within your culture, you've established a culture of, you know, you know really innovation, kind of more, you know, if you want to call it big thinking, change, um, would that be accurate? All day long, but to your point, with a very strong awareness that we cannot give the franchise community whiplash at all, that that negates all of it and then creates so much chaos and and uncertainty. Um, I think we are, too, in a really unique uh, position as a brand. We we launched a franchise advisory council in October of 22, and they're the ones really pushing and driving this spirit of innovation. I love it. Um, and that's bubbling up across our franchise community and network at, at Restoration One. And they're leading the charge. And um, we have such a great open dialogue and communication. And in fact, it's been so positive. We ended up adding a day to the last meeting so that we could further this at year end and really dig in. And that helps as well that our franchisees yeah. are telling us they're ready for it. Yep. And then yep. to your point, there is a, uh, I can feel it right now. There's a tug internally it, it on is. all of us. <laughs> We've got to temper that because right. going too far doesn't work either. Yeah. yeah it's exactly. a balance. It's a tightrope you walk every year. It is. It's <laughs> so true. It's so true. Well, I think that's great because it's really important for people um, who are looking to buy a franchise to understand those brands that put their franchisees in a position to help um, change, grow, evolve. I mean, that's very important because a lot of us left corporate America because you get tired of top down. And Mm -hmm. so then you go into your own business through a franchise system, and if it continues to be top down, it doesn't take long before you feel like you're just back where you were. Exactly. So having that franchise um, 
advisory councils is really, really important. I applaud you guys for putting that in place. I think that's really good. We need to pay our bills very quickly, but when we come back, Jessica, I'd like to talk about what the cost of the franchise is, kind of your royalties, all the nuts and bolts that somebody who has just now decided, hey, this might be a franchise I want to check out. Let's give them all the information they need to make that decision. Sounds great. 50 graduates resulting in seven new franchisees owning eight franchise brands, more than a dozen skilled graduates who are employees of franchise companies, all of them having earned a concentration in franchising exclusively granted by the Titus Center at Palm Beach Atlantic University, plus more than 80 franchise professionals on our advisory board. The Titus Center for Franchising is on fire in West Palm Beach, Florida. What do you need to join us? My students want to hear from you. They may even want to buy your franchise or work for your company. TitusCenter.com. I always have to give a shout out to Dr. Hayes because he has just really grasped onto this whole recording and podcast thing. And um, so now you can check him out on Franchise Hot Seat, where he has interviews with multiple different people throughout the franchise industry. Love his passion, you know, for for this business. Oh, yeah, it's great. Just a really good, high-energy guy who's been around since the 80s in franchising. So. Okay, Jessica, so let's talk about this. Let's focus mainly on Restoration One. So if somebody's been listening, they're really excited because you're really excited and that kind of goes, you know, like, and so on and so on. What does it take to get into a Restoration One business? Yeah, so uh, we obviously accept leads from anywhere. Um, we, we have a great VP of development named Devin Hughes who came on board last year. He'll work with him and his team through the process. Um, we're really working with individuals who are excited about the home service space, restoration specifically. Yeah. We do have, obviously, minimum net worth requirements and liquidity requirements as well. To get started, it's, we offer a micro and a standard franchise. Micro is just a smaller population, knowing that um, some franchisees are looking to go into tertiary markets where populations are a little bit smaller. To get started, um, a micro franchise for a Mm non-conversion is just under $70,000 and goes up to $184,000, depending on the packages and and obviously things that are unique to your your market and environment. And then on the standard franchise side, it's around $95,000 minimum up to $226,000 related to to your market as well. And what kind of net worth, I'm sorry, Karen, what kind of net worth then do those folks have to have? We're looking for around $150,000 in net worth. Okay. Yeah, and then, and then to kind of piggyback on that as well, so then you've got the, the, the funding, how long does it take for them, you know, in general to get up to speed and to become profitable, to kind of ramp up? So we don't disclose profitability numbers in our item 19, which makes it difficult to answer that question. That is something we're looking, um, we've got the data now to be able to supply that with our renewal in April so that we can. Um, We do give everyone 150 days to open. During that 150 days, we're working with you on an onboarding checklist to work through um, items that are unique to the brand that you're onboarding with. And then of course you come to Dallas for training with us in person um, as well. So, and during that time, you're also looking for your facility, for your storage facility, ordering your trucks, getting your van wrapped. Um, and then depending on how you want to start your organization, we really encourage 
our model is unique in that, I say unique, probably not that unique in the home service space, um, but we really try to work with partners one-on-one. We're sales, Restoration One is a sales organization whenever you really get in. Not all franchisees love sales, and that's okay. Um, but if that's you, then we encourage you to find the right sales partner to get started. If you're super salesy and that's the stuff you enjoy, then we'd work with you to hire the right technician so that once you, as you're driving in leads to your business, you've got the right team built around you. And those are the things that are unique in that we do try to be a little bit flexible in working mm-hmm. with individuals where their personality best fits, but ensuring that we're educating appropriately what gaps you need to fill you know, based on what roles you you enjoy and want to to, to fill on your and excuse me as you set up you know your business and org chart and what's best sure. for you. It's not a one size fits all with people, right? And people no. do your 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 franchisees they bring they bring different talents. So I like it that you're not looking at it as a one size fits all, and you're helping them with the kind of your the, the model that they'll they'll right. have. Yeah, that's right. And we have franchisees who are, uh, we have very successful people who love back office. We have very successful franchisees who love the estimating and, and, and technician part of it. And then we've got people who love sales, you know, and they are the face of their R1 in their communities and they have a team built around them. And that's, I think that's the piece that uh, we really try to focus on to make sure you understand. Um, so that we can maintain that flexibility as we grow. And so our owners enjoy, you know, this is all about, obviously you've got to put food on your table, but we also want you to enjoy what you do every day. And, and that's a big piece of it for us is educating and ensuring that this is a good match for you and something that you want to be a part of long-term. That's a really good point you bring up. So what is the day in the life of a franchise owner with Restoration One? Depends on what role you feel. <laughs> Um, and how big you are, uh, what's universal across all of all of the restoration ones is a passion to help people mm-hmm. and leadership skills to lead a team and to be able to, we don't all get the right hires every time. I'm sure all of us no, we can don't. think of our best <laughs> hire and our worst like that, yeah. right? Yeah, so true. <laughs> um, but really a passion for building a team and a community around themselves um, in their organization and wanting to see and provide opportunities for that team. Sure. Those are, this is a people business yeah. and you- our ability to attract, train and retain is, is really the common thread amongst any franchise owner, regardless of their personality or market or what their background is. Yeah. Would you say that this is a good um, lifestyle brand in terms of being able to have work-life balance? Because it is a 24-7 service, right? And storms can happen at any time of the day. And obviously, as looking at where you have availability and where you're focused on right now, I mean, there's some areas of the country that are just synonymous with hurricanes, right? And so how do you find balance in a, in a position like that when you have a restoration company? It seems a little daunting to me. It's a fair, fair point and fair question. We uh, monitor, I'm sure everybody's familiar with the Franchise Business Review. We, we do that survey every year and we, we monitor the hours that they're spending closely, the ratings on if they enjoy the business because of that. Um, a lot of franchise owners are finding a good balance. That being said, this weekend, uh, we've got a freeze coming across the country yeah. that you guys 
yeah. talked about earlier. We're oh. prepping. Yeah, <laughs> we're prepping our franchisees already this week that, you know, this is a 24 yeah. hour event that we want to be poised and ready to respond to. Yeah. Last year in, in 2022, there was a freeze over Christmas um, as well. So it, it does. It's in a normal time, whenever you don't have the weather events happening, you yeah. can you are operating continuously, but we do find owners can find a nice in a weather event. You know, we're all hands on deck, yeah. going crazy, mm-hmm. trying to respond and be there for our communities. And that is that is certainly an aspect of it that we we hope people understand and try to do a good job of educating coming in. So, it is funny. It's a double or go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. It's a double-edged sword, too. I feel like sometimes when we're slow, it's like, oh, it feels slow. Oh, no, we're slow. (laughs) Yes, and then in the cat event, you're like, oh, my gosh, I can't keep my head on straight. So it's, you know, it's always that part of of life, too, that the grass is is always, you're always trying to figure out what is the best place for me. So how, you know, we've talked about customers and, mm-hmm. and, and all these different times. How do you, how do you get customers or how, how does that, that process work? And, and even your role in helping the franchisees um, gain customers. Absolutely. Our role is really around sales training and growth uh, through sales training. And what can we do at corporate to ensure that everyone on your team understands who we are, what our differentiator is, uh, what, what makes why you should come with us. Restoration One has a really unique and awesome uh, value proposition to the customer and that we don't do program work. So a lot of restoration companies are negotiating with large carriers. You have a loss, you call your insurance company, they give you a list of pre-approved. You're not required to use anyone on that list. Restoration Mm -hmm. One's unique proposition is we haven't pre-negotiated what our scopes look like or pricing looks like with your carrier. So we can really be there to do what's best for you, the homeowner. With that unique proposition, um, obviously we do um, digital and want to be really high ranked whenever you're searching in the middle of a loss. We want our vans to be out. If there's a loss in the neighborhood for a flood, we want you to see us right at your neighbor's house having great service. But the bread and butter of what we do is really in the community. And educating that differentiator to plumbers, a lot of times if you've got a water leak, you know, in your kitchen, the plumber's coming to turn the water off and to replace that pipe and figure out where the source of the leak is. Mm -hmm. So we do a lot of work with uh, plumbers, property managers, even adjusters that are their local who own their own uh, maybe local business that would want to refer us because it makes them look good that we offer great service. Um, so we do a lot of networking in our communities and really trying to do education around why you should choose us. And it, it resonates really well um, in, in large and small markets. And we're really proud of that because it also fits with our mission so well of being customer centric and community centric. So we have a question that came in from the chat. And I think that that's um, a pretty fair one because we get this all the time. I should just incorporate it as one of the questions we always ask. But um, our chatter wants to know, what are the top three items on the FDD that you feel should be read first? Oh, such a great, great question. <laughs> um, I would encourage you to go to the uh, item six and review all of the fees that are listed. Item seven is going to give you the initial cost to open and read the footnotes there. 
people skim past the footnotes in item seven all the time. And there's a lot of good meat that uh, I think it's important for a franchise prospects to know and understand about what they're getting into and, and those footnotes. And then item 19, we do disclose item 19 at, at Restoration One. Um, that's going to give you sales figures in our brand, um, but that's the financial disclosures for whenever you're looking at it. And that's the, to me, the item seven coupled with the item 19 can give you the foundation of building your own business model as you look to see what break even might look like for you. There's a lot of great meat and context. And then it informs whenever you, if you get far enough down the line in, a, in the process with someone and you start talking to current owners in the network, it's going to inform a lot of those conversations. And those are great opportunities to follow up on questions you might have about their experience when they were opening um, and then specifically around their own financials. That's awesome. I think that's very helpful. And you know what's nice is that most franchisors have the same answer, and I think that's really consistent and it's good. It means that everybody's really kind of focused on, on the same thing. I love to take a look at what um, not only from a, from a technology and, and such perspective you get, but in terms of support and training uh, it, within your journey and franchising with the brand. So I want to thank you so much. Is there anything else you think that we need to tell our listeners about stellar service brands or Restoration One in general? No, I really appreciate the time and have enjoyed uh, being on today. So thank yeah. you so much you. and um, look forward to wish everyone a happy new year and a great 2024. Happy new year. That's and awesome. I, absolutely. And I applaud your creativity, innovation, and um, I love it. Wish you And being excited. Being yeah. excited is so great. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, pure excitement. We, we have to give a shout out because now we've got some viewers out there on Twitch watching. And so it must be you because you're younger than all of us have yeah. brought that audience with you. So, and everyone loves excitement. So That's right. That is that. so true. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So as your brand continues to grow, we'd be happy to have you back on to talk about what's working for you all. And uh, hopefully we'll run into you one day down there in Dallas. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank thank you. you. And if you're interested in seller service brands or speaking with um, Jessica or looking at the franchise opportunity, just visit us at pillarsoffranchising.com and we're happy to have you fill out the your Dream Starts Here form. We'll reach out to you and help you find the perfect brand that you are looking for. And all of Jessica's contact information will be in the credits on the show. We'll be right back. Hey, franchise owners. How is your local marketing? Do you feel like you could help keeping up with your social media posts and comments and reviews? Do you wonder if you could be doing more to attract local customers? Are you able to identify new movements to your local area? At Westvine, we help franchisees like you reach more local customers through digital marketing. With daily monitoring, creative content, and ad placement, and customer data intelligence, we'll get your business in front of the people who want your products or services. We also work with franchisors who need an agency to handle the digital marketing for all of their locations. If you're ready to reach more local customers, give us a call at 805-265-5440 or visit us at westvine.com. That's 805-265-5440 or westvine with a Y.com. And we never know where Ray is going to pop up next. Oh, and he, we caught him with his mute button on. 
Better than catching you with your pants down, but you better turn off the mute button, Ray. You're still on mute, babe. All um, right, well, there that? you are. Yes, my, my, my little dog was barking, so I wanted to mute so nobody could hear it. <laughs> yes, I get that. So, hey, tell me what you thought about stellar service brands and that what they have exciting. to offer. It sounds exciting. One of the questions I was hoping to ask her is what differentiated her uh, restoration and, and some of her other brands uh, as opposed to some of the other things so that we can uh, people listening can make a good comparison because there's a, a lot of franchises out there. Although the uh, I think that the, uh, uh, the, the reason people uh, listen to us is so that they can help we can help them make a decision. And For sure. I'd like to uh, like to hear that. If Jessica is still, are you still around, Jessica? <laughs> she's on. There, she's got mute. Fred might be able to bring her in here. Yeah, that that would be great if we could hear what. what That's you, okay. Your audio is on. If you want to answer that question about differentiation. Absolutely. And Ray, are you asking specifically what differentiates Restoration One or our team at Stellar? Well, I, I, I think uh, all of your brands, because you are uh, obviously uh, very enthrilled with uh, with uh, your brand, your, all your brands. So just just give us a little hindsight uh, of, of why one would want to pick, well, even Restoration One. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's the community focus, mm -hmm. um, and that's where. It, the community aspect of it really drives who we want to be um, as a brand under Stellar, what we want to see in our franchise communities and the great opportunities for that peer-to-peer, -peer, everything from coaching to friendship to uh, sharing in the, you know, weather events where we all come together and, and, and you know, work alongside one another. And then also the community aspect of being able to be customer first and customer centric and being able to to share that with folks you know it's that it's that piece of common thread through it that i think makes mm -hmm. it a it unique as you look at other opportunities in the home service space and in restoration specifically um but there's so many great brands out there you know that are doing a great job and feel really fortunate to be alongside them and and to have peers that we can learn from even outside of our organization. So. Absolutely. Thank you. Ray, so I think what, what I heard her saying is it's your favorite C word. Yeah. I'll help you out. Culture. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, we a wise guy, eh? I know you're thinking, what is she saying to me right now? <laughs> <laughs> you never know. It's yeah. so I mean, true. And it, it is. It's, like we're in a people business, franchising is a people business, home service is a people business with our customers. And then we all know that our own success is only the success of the team that's around us. Mm -hmm. um, and if that doesn't get to the heart of people, what does? And that we really believe that, that that's what makes us unique. And that's what keeps bringing people back and creating a lot of excitement around our brand. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Awesome. Again, thank you so much, Jessica. We thank appreciate you, Jessica. you being here. Thank you. And Ray, I hope you have a great time down there in Florida. <laughs> you, you might want to wait a week before you head back this way, but it's always good to see you since we never know where you're going to pop up or pop That's in. Right. That's right. You're just popping. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to be in Tampa next week. <laughs> okay. Well, everyone look for the Ray bus. Okay. 
and take a selfie with Ray if you happen to find him. Okay. All right, and we'd like to thank you all for joining us on the show today. Special thank you to Jessica Westcott for um, bringing us some information on stellar service brands, especially Restoration One. You can find us on over 40 different podcast platforms, including our very own website, TolusaFranchising.com. And don't forget, if you're thinking about buying a franchise, you can fill out our sheet of the Dream Starts here, and we will contact you to talk about what franchise brand might fit best for you. And remember, each week at 4 p.m. Central Standard Time, we are here sharing the secrets of franchising success. Please remember, the dream starts here, and thank you for joining us on Solar to Franchising. Have a great week.